Guys, Confidentials, 11.2, celebrating Women's History Month, taking the show on the road. We got the fellas here. Yes, sir. I'm with your neighborhood DJ. Enrique Chicle Lugo. My name is Beto Perez, and joining us today, a community leader who's overcame many obstacles, and uh, she's continuously involved in the community. She's a product of the streets of Vidal Logan. We got Johnny La Activista. I, I, I didn't want <laughs> to leave your name out, last name out of it, so. Yeah. Thank you. Like yeah. But How yeah, we're... We're, uh, we're continuing to celebrate women. It's March and uh, it's Women's History Month. Yesterday, March 8th, was International Women's Day. So, felicidades, Joni. Yeah. And, uh, Thank you for joining us. Be before we get uh, any further, I want to send a shout out to the ladies from the shop in Barrio Logan. Uh, Sarah and Bonnie for allowing us to take the show on the road and, and handling the recording here at the shop. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, I appreciate the, the hard work that they do. Uh, but, yeah, Joni. What's up? How you been? I've been pretty good. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. So uh, me and Joni go back. Uh, she's a former student of mine from Memorial, San Diego High. And um, I had the honor of knowing her brothers. And um, I've known her for a while, but she's she's done a lot of great stuff in her young life. I mean, I, earlier we were joking around about uh, asking ages, and she gave me her age. <laughs> well, I'm like, wrong kinda, answer. You kind of know my age. <laughs> wrong so answer. I, I can't. You're supposed to say you don't ask that for a lady. <laughs> But um, she's done so much in such young life, and um, it, everybody has their struggles, but you have a very unique story because you've had very unique obstacles that have gotten in your way, but you've figured a way how to get around them, over them, under them, or just crash right through them and, and accomplish your goals, you know what I mean? So um, tell us a little bit about yourself, about, your, about growing up. You know, take us back to your, your childhood, if, All right. if you don't mind. No. Um, so I was I was actually born and raised here in Logan Heights. I actually uh, lived with my tío who lived right next to um, the post office. Nice. So every time I cruise by and I see that little house, I'm like, that's where I used to live. And in front of there, in front of there, um, estaba the 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 panaderia from what Fornaca. I Fornaca. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy because even though my age is over 30, uh, I, I still remember a little yeah. bit. Um, but yeah, so I was born here and, um, my mom was a single mom. My mm -hmm. tío kind of took myself and my brother kind of like under his wing. But my dad came back into my life and by the age of nine, I, uh, suffered a car accident where my dad was involved. He was, uh, drinking, uh, under the influence mm -hmm. and we, cr mm -hmm. we crashed against the CHP on the, on the freeway. Yeah. Dang. Just an exit away from actually 28th street. Wow. So, uh, so close home to home and unfortunately he passed away and I became paralyzed and a lot of people ask me like you know um, what would your life would have been if he was alive and you know you were still in the wheelchair mm -hmm. right because I am disabled so I'm paraplegic um I love my dad and I, mm -hmm. I would have forgive forgiven him and, right. I, and I have you know and um I miss him but life had to go on that's and, right. um, and so that's a little bit of, about that. My mom at the time, she was an undocumented woman. So I was under the legal guardianship of my tios. Mm -hmm. um, but thankfully, my mom was able to appeal everything and she got her residency. Nice. Um, and it's interesting because her mom was a U.S. citizen. She was born in Texas, 
but because of the 1930s, mm -hmm. they went back to Mexico or went to Mexico. And um, that's where my mom was born. And my grandma, unfortunately, passed away. So she was not able to, you know, make my mom a resident. But mm. there's an interesting story that um, it was very common, I guess, back in the days when when a U.S. citizen had the opportunity to make their, their children, uh, you know, residents. Right. They would fear that if they were to become citizens, that they would get enlisted into war. Mm -hmm. So my grandma said no. Right. Um, and so that's what happened to my family. I, I've heard I've heard of that, and I've heard that there's a, a, a large population of of people living in the country in mm -hmm. the United States that they don't have legal documentation that right. they're U.S. citizens because actually your mom would be a U.S. citizen, mm -hmm. but because of those fears mm -hmm. right their parents never went and registered them so like the india maria said they don't have paperwork in mexico they don't have paperwork in texas california or anywhere in the united states right. but legally they are u.s citizens because their parents were born here right my and abuelitos that, like that yeah my abuelito they took he was born here his parents are from here yeah and they took him to mexico and he doesn't have he didn't have papers for either or yeah and, my, and you know my mom my tias none of them are u.s it, citizens and yeah and those, those that uh, even means yeah, that, that's crazy. But yeah. and that population is dwindling down, unfortunately, because some of them are passing away. Mm. But there was like it, it was happening in the 30s and, and oh, early yeah. 40s. And it was that fear factor, right, mm -hmm. that, hey, once I register him or her as as a U.S. citizen, which rightfully so they were, mm -hmm. they're going to want to send them to war. Right. right. Yeah. And that happened also on my dad's side. My, my abuelita, she was born in Manteca, California. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. She didn't learn how to read or write. And she had to move to Mexico because, again, the Great Depression. And, um, and it wasn't until she married my grandpa in the 1945, so she was like 15. And um, my grandpa's like, you're from California. <laughs> yeah. She was like, I didn't even know. And because she didn't, and the, her uh -huh. parents passed away when she was five. So. Right. And then they became braceros on both of my side, mm -hmm. uh, my abuelitos. They became braceros. So there's that, that history in my family and yeah. my dad and my tío. Um, they worked in the flower fields here in Encinitas. Mm -hmm. Until this day, my uncle still has his flower shop there. Oh, wow. and so oh, I come wow. from, from that family, you uh -huh. know, that hardworking family. And, um, and I'm thankful that, you know, even through my accident, they were there. My uncle still stepped up as my dad. And he still, I always, I always post, like, my Theo dad. It was just his birthday yesterday. You call him uh -huh. Theo dad? My Theo dad. Uh, that's super cool. Hell yeah. So, um, <laughs> and he's the one that has instilled so much love for my culture. And uh -huh. he says, you know, my, my grandpa was yaki, had blo yaki blood. Mm -hmm. And if you look at my Theo, you probably think he's Native American. But, right. I mean, we are indigenous to this land, right? right. So, so there's that connection. And that's a little bit of why I'm also involved in so many things. But, right. um so, so yeah, and then I, I remember the first time, I, so I went to all the schools here, literally Logan one year, Burbank for like three years, Perkins for like two years, McDowell, I was uh -huh. lost into McDowell for one year, sixth grade, and then I went to Memorial, seventh through, through ninth. Through ninth, right. And then San Diego Center High, high. Uh, to finish off, and uh, I went to San Diego High to the School of the Arts. Mm -hmm. But I still remember the first time that um, my cousin had to take me to Memorial because even though I was bused, I, w I used to live on Harrison. So it was literally a few blocks of because of my disability. My mom oh. didn't drive. Um, she wasn't going to take me <laughs> to school, you know. Uh, it was, it would have been just too much. And um, plus, she, well, I have my, my younger brother, and he went to King Chavez, so it was a different school. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember my cousin taking me to class one day because I missed the bus. And that's when I remember him telling Huicho, hey, you take care of my prima because we grew up like brothers. 
So, um, so right. I always had that, and you know, and I was I used to look at him like, oh, okay, like he's from the hood, you know. <laughs> like, what's he doing on this side of the fence? All <laughs> 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 right. I, I better behave, no. But um, no, but I was always very, I guess you can say, like schoolgirl. Like I always got A's. I, I had like a love for history, mm -hmm. and I remember Mr. Diaz at a at a memorial telling me, hey, you know, um, you're done with all your schoolwork, but the class is still going. So right. here's a book. It's called Always Running by Luis Rodriguez. You're going to read it when you're in college. Yeah, yeah, and I remember I laughed. I was like, college. You're like, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Till like, this day. Right. <laughs> they read it, yeah. And soon enough, when I went to college, I went to community college, San Diego City College. Um, it was like the first book that I had to read in one of my nice. Chicano courses. Mm. And I got to meet the author. And nice. I had to introduce yeah. him in front of like the whole auditorium of 400 people. Wow. wow. And then I met him again throughout the, like two days, two years later. And he still remembered me. And I saw him maybe five years ago. And he still remembered me. And now mm -hmm. he follows me on Instagram. And That's awesome. And it's interesting because that book just related so much to my, to my life. My, mm -hmm. my primos being in and out of prison. My brothers being out of prison and being deported. And, you know, just that lifestyle. Right. Obviously, it's not like mine but i can relate to it um and the fact that i was writing my own stories right and i think luis rodriguez impacted me so much when it comes to writing mm -hmm. and so at community college i was there for seven years um i used to be ashamed to say that but i noticed no i know and i noticed that a lot of people go through that you know we were there for a long time because we don't know what we want to do with our career I took so many courses on, in philosophy because I was in mm -hmm. love with philosophy, uh, psychology, English, and Chicano studies. And that's where I, that's where I was like, you know what? I, I kind of want to do something with English and Chicano studies. Mm -hmm. And I ended up getting an associates in English to transfer uh, Chicano studies associates and a creative writing certificate. And I was one right. of the first ones to get it at community college at City specifically because only Mesa had it. Right. Um, where I did struggle was with math. And um, I don't blame you on that one. <laughs> Count yeah, me yeah. Good old man. <laughs> it, it was one of those that I would fail. And then they had a department final. So it was composed by all these professors oh, who were not even in your class. <laughs> That's oh. not even fair. Even if you had, yeah, even if you had a B, if you failed that, you failed the whole class. Damn. So, uh, so a lot of people went That's to Mesa. Harsh. That's a lot of people college. went to Mesa instead to bypass, to bypass that. Yeah. that. And I was oh, one wow. of those. I was one of those. So I was like, you know what? No, like I have to transfer. I've been here for so long and it's that test that's messing me up but i also learned that people can have math disabilities yeah. uh you know we only think of like being dyslexic or whatnot but no there's also math right. disabilities and there's like the stigma right behind that of yeah. um not asking or not knowing and so yeah. i never took the test so i don't know but um but i passed and i took stats as my last year passed it with a b and and i enrolled into uh i applied to san diego state mm -hmm. The first time I got denied, so I stayed at City for another year, and that's when I got the writing certificate. I took writing courses and poetry, was able to publish in um, in a book called Sunshine 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 Noir oh, Second yeah. Edition Anthology. Nice. It's Tijuana, uh, San Diego based, and I wrote about my grandparents and their bracero stories. Cool. And then, um, see, so it was maybe meant to be not to be right. accepted on the first right. round, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. What, what year was that book? It was 2015. Out? Nice. And I, I interviewed my grandma and I just jot down notes. And shortly after she passed away, like a year later, but mm -hmm. wow, I was able to capture that, yeah, you know. And my grandpa died literally months after her. 
So wow. they went together, right? And then I also, uh, during that time, there was like a big movement at City College and throughout the whole nation with the whole Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And, um, so there was a lot of solidarity within the Chicano department and the Black Studies department at City. Right. And I remember I met Big June and he's like, oh, you came to take a picture of me because I'm here with solidarity. He thought just because of the sign he had. I'm like, right. no, I know who you are. Like, you're Big June. Like, fool, you better recognize I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, I'm from Southeast. Like, I know what's up. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> hey, that's one thing she knows her music from. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. her music. <laughs> but, uh, so no, so that was really cool seeing that he was actually with uh, Reclaiming the Stories. They, they created mm-hmm. an album with even Issei Uno and mm-hmm. um, uh, J.O. Felony, I think is in uh, it I as think well. So. Uh, Odessa Kane. And, and so it was, it was for, for what was happening, the black, you know, black and brown issues that Ayotzinapa was also like a big thing at that time with the 43 missing students. And everything was because of the government, right? And colonialism and everything, right? Mm-hmm. So. Um, so I ended up writing a story on my half siblings. Right. And even though we grew up knowing that we were obviously brothers and sisters, we, there was that like disconnect because mm-hmm. of prison, because of unfortunately this border that shouldn't mm-hmm. be there, right? And um, so I wrote about that, got published, and a couple years later, one of my brothers passed away. So again, mm-hmm. like. He was able to read that. Right. He was really happy about it and showing off, you know. And <laughs> so I applied to San Diego State again. I was like, I want to be an Aztec. All of my friends are applying. They're getting accepted. Like, I want to go. And then one of my professors, she goes, uh, you should apply to UCSD. I'm like, what, what am I going to do over <laughs> there? Like, it's so far. I don't drive. You know, I have a manual wheelchair, so I push with my hands. And um, at least San Diego State... I can take bus 11 and it will drop me off right there, you know? Right She's at the like, doorstop. Right at the yeah. doorstop. She's like, so does Sandy, uh, UCSD. They have the bus, the trolley, in the 150, you know, um, the green line. And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. She's like, no, let's do it. She literally stayed there with me until like 7 p.m. in her office as we're typing in my grades to the UCSD portal. And, and I had to write like my whole personal statement versus... San Diego State, they don't They, they don't, don't have require them. it. Yeah, right. they don't have it's them. Just more, it's more your GPA and that's it, right? And I'm over there typing like, you know, I'm like, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> but you you did this all in one shot. In one shot. That's a lot of work. It, it, yeah, it takes yeah. people like no, yeah. days, weeks I mean, I was to get all I, this stuff together. I was fortunate that I had her there to kind of yeah. proofread things. She gave me a letter of recommendation uh-huh. as well. Um, and I, and, and I was like, I don't, I'm like, but UCSD doesn't have Chicano studies. Right. San Diego State does. She's like, so you can take literature and Latin American literature is the same thing. And I was like, you know what? Different yeah. Title. Different title. Mm-hmm. And they have a minor in Chicano studies. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'll probably won't get accepted and I, I can go to state. <laughs> <laughs> and soon enough, I get those letters saying that I got into the both schools that I applied. And now it was hard to like yeah. choose between. But it all came down to UCSD because they were granting me a scholarship. Uh, 20,000. I think. Yeah, I think it was 20,000. It's called a Chancellor Scholarship. Wow. And if. And I didn't know about that. It's automatically you don't have to sign up for anything. It's just if you're a low income, low, low income, low, low income student, mm-hmm. um, and if you have good grades, yeah, and you, you automatically get thrown in the pool. Right. Yeah. So at City College, I took honors. I took oh, like wow. more than 15 units of honors. That actually helps a lot of students to apply to any UC schools. They have a higher chance of getting accepted if they see you have honors. Did you know um, that? 
I did, but towards towards the end of like kind of like I'm about to graduate, mm -hmm. so I, but I had already taken these con honor courses, and I always took honors because I wanted to challenge myself. Right. Um, and only did it with the English and the Chicano studies because I knew those were kind of like my thing. Right. Everything else, it was just like ah, whatever. I'll but, skip um, through it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I know there's like contracts with like I think UCLA where mm -hmm. it's like 80% chance that if you have 15 units of honors, you get accepted. Damn. And I don't know if any any other UCs, but I have friends that um, some were incarcerated and they got accepted to all of these UC schools because mm -hmm. some of those honor courses and extracurricular activities, such as I was in Mecha. I was the president and I was kind of, you know, doing that and, and writing and doing poetry, vamps and all these other things. Uh, I was pretty you, active. You were fully active, like a full on, full active student. Mm -hmm. I was. And yeah. through this, because of my major, because it was in the humanities, there was a new program I used, uh, with City College and UCSD called the Mellon Grant. Okay. And it's the Path Academy. So you start in the summer and it's five week courses, but it's on two classes. And um, you get a 3,000 stipend, but they're like hardcore because they're like two classes, five, five weeks, sorry, I meant to say five weeks in the summer. And Intense. you have to be there like by seven in the morning. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to get there in this wheelchair. Like, how is it going to, how am I going to do this? They're like, just apply. We'll figure it out. Even if my professor is like, even if I have to take you, like, you know, you're going to do this. And I was like, dang, okay. <laughs> and with that stipend money, I got my, my electric chair. And so I was able to get myself over there. I was lucky that one of my friends that I met at the academy, she's like, I'll go pick you up. We'll just, we'll, we'll, do, we'll deal with it later, you know? Like, don't worry about nice. it. So yeah. I did that, and it kind of pre prepared me for the classes there at UCSD. They're, they're not like San Diego City College. You know, they're, they're way different. They're way right? different. <laughs> I can never survive. And... <laughs> And in the summers, like, I was reading, like, two books in one week. It was tough. But going on the bus, let me tell you Tell that. us about that experience because, <laughs> I mean, you, you've taken us through this timeline of elementary, middle school, high school, community college, and you're, you're entering the, the university life, right? But mm -hmm. mind you not, this whole time you've been in a wheelchair. Right. And, I mean, you, so you, you had public transport. I mean, mm -hmm. well, transportation for, for K through 12. Mm -hmm. But after that, it's like you're on your own, right? And that was scary. Yeah. You know, even going to City College, I had my, my pregnant friend at the time, my best friend. She was mm. pregnant, and she would pick me up. Yeah. She, I'm like, dude, you shouldn't be carrying my chair. Like, you have a baby in there. She's like, no, I'm good. And the doctor said, as long as I continue doing my exercises, like, I'm good. And so I would always worry about that. But um, I would take the bus. And even at City, it's uh -huh. not a, an accessible campus. It's no, not. Heck no. There's so heck many ramps. No. Yeah. You kind of have to know where the like the the elevators are. So you you got to plan your day like right. ahead of the way ahead of time. And if yeah. it rains, if it was raining, I was not going to school because I would get soaked. My wheels are kind of hard to push when it's raining. Yeah. Yeah. And I wear gloves, but some for the most time I don't because I kind of don't like that, and I like my girly hands. <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, so that was that. But at UCSD, I had to go to, um, I think it's like B Street, mm -hmm. um, right before the Social Security office. You can get the 150. Bus, oh, okay. And the 150 bus takes you straight to UCSD within 30 to 40 minutes. You're there. From, but, from, downtown, from downtown to La Jolla. Yeah, to La Jolla. Uh, but um, is, that, is that every day? It's every day, but it's only every 30 minutes. So I literally, if I had a class at 10, I had to get there at least nine. And I would take the trolley from my house. So trolley, because I would, 
I would kind of just roll it down the street to get 12th and Imperial, tro- whatever trolley, mm-hmm. the blue or the orange. Get you down to downtown. To, and I would get off on the, in the court. Uh, At the courthouse? Courthouse. And then I'd get the bus. And I had to be there right on time because if there's another uh, person in a wheelchair or, or two people in a wheelchair, that they go first. And I, I'm kind of stuck, have to wait for the second bus Dang. 30 minutes later. And because there's a VA right next to UCSD, a lot of them were veterans. and they, They're they all headed that way. Yeah, so they're heading that way. So I had to plan ahead. And the 30 drops you off over there, but the 30 takes like an hour mm. to get over there. So that was not an option. And one of my friends said, well, you can just take the blue, uh, the green line mm-hmm. all the way to Old Town, get the bus 150. And then I'm like, yeah, but the people on the 150 are the people from downtown. Mm-hmm. So I have to catch them in downtown. Right. So you got to beat them to the first time. Right. Yeah. So what, yeah. did, what did I do? I just I would read, read a lot, take my notes. Uh, I also did a lot of auto books, audio mm-hmm. books, audible, whatever it's called. And yeah. and I would speed it up. Uh, and I still do that even YouTube. I speed up everything. I, it's a habit, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but that helped me a lot. And so when I would get a class, I'd be like always answering all the questions because I would constantly be reading. You're well um, informed. I was. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to make use of that time. But yeah, I will say there's a lot of harassment that happens in downtown, and mm-hmm. especially for women. I mean, women in general. But if you're handicapped, or I, I don't like saying the word handicapped, disabled, mm-hmm. uh, they want to know, like, what's wrong with you. They want to touch your mm. legs. They want to, you know, just be in your space. And it's like, be respectful. That right. Not everybody's open to talk about their disability. And you see me over here trying to read, like, you know. Um, but you also meet cool people that I, mm-hmm. I, I would always bump into the same guy sometimes. He's an older vet also. And mm-hmm. He'd always talk about his, his sports, love for sports or whatever. But, um, but yeah, so that was kind of like my. That, that's a crazy that. trek. I mean, I used to, when I went to Point Loma as a student, I, I would ride the school bus. And sometimes I would ditch the school bus to ride the city bus just to <laughs> run into interesting people. Like you say, you meet some cool no, people, yeah. you know what I mean? And especially in downtown, in the downtown area. Mm-hmm. But at times I was like, me daba flojera, I'm like. Fuck this shit. You know, I'm just going to go on the school bus. And how long was your mission to get to school? If I took the city bus, it's probably about 25, 30 minutes. One bus? Oh, wow. the, the 11 to downtown, and then uh, I think it's the 35 that takes you all the way to OB. Mm. So it passed right in front of Point Loma High School. But, yeah, there, I mean, sometimes that felt like a burden. Like, if I had to stay late, right. then I felt like, oh, man, I got to ride the bus. No, I, that, that was me. I yeah. mean, when I would go to school, UCSD, I'm like, I just, I want to leave because I don't want to, if, and that's another thing, coming out from the classes, you're only there for like one or two classes because you only take three classes to be full, 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 time. full time. So I would tell my boyfriend, I'm like, you know what, I'm about to leave right now because if I wait any 30 minutes, it's already going to hit traffic mm, yeah. and you're stuck. You're stuck. Yeah. People, oh, you yeah. know what, that traffic from UCSD down to... <laughs> Is horrible. It's wild. Yeah. I every every year for the past five years, I think I want, except last September, I was doing a a DJ job for incoming freshmen for the CASP or mm-hmm. uh, 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 was it recipients? I think that's what it's called. Yeah. 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 And um, all I had to do was DJ one hour and provide sound for one hour. Well, that two hour job <laughs> would turn into like a six hour job because of the traffic. That bad? Yeah. Bad. I remember and then it's seeing backed you. backed up all the way up, and it's like, 
Yeah. You get on the freeway and it's like, man, I'd rather walk home. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember seeing you like, yeah. uh, I think the first week that I uh-huh. went to UCSD, I was like, oh, I see we chill. He's everywhere. Yeah. He's right there. Everywhere. I'm everywhere. Yeah. I ain't Tupac, but I get around. <laughs> that, you know, I have a couple questions going back. Like yeah. the first one, what? Because I always, and I think it's come up recently in like who we are and how we carry ourselves now right. in our positions, right? Mm-hmm. And, and using like all of ourselves, right? Right. And what was it like for you? You mentioned when you first saw Weicho at school and you knew him from a, a, a in a different way mm-hmm. than maybe most of the kids. Or I don't know if, if it was like all kids recognized you from the neighborhood. <laughs> but like, what was that like for you to see someone? You're talking about a memorial? Or yeah. Like, well, I guess at both, right? Because you saw him at middle school and high school. Right. Right. Well, at middle school, at middle yeah. school he, uh, I think he used to be security. Right? Yeah, at I that think? time when I first met you, I was, I was doing security. So yeah. I would always see him and, and the homie Hera. And yeah. Hera was my neighbor. And they all knew my cousin. And so it was kind of just like affirmation as to like, you know, they got your back Ooh, type of thing. Nice. And um, at least at, at Memorial. Mm-hmm. Um, and at UCSD, seeing him, I mean, it was cool seeing him because I was like, okay, this is my first week. Um, and I was telling him earlier, I was like, you know, I only made a few friends here and there. Like, uh, I, you know, I'm over 30, not too much, but I am over. So a lot of the students there, they're like in their early 20s. Yeah. So I yeah. became friends with a lot of the professors instead. Yeah. And I think that e- that even happened at uh, City College. Like I became more friends with, with the professors. I'm still good friends with them. Um, but it's cool seeing someone from the community you know, being out there in these institutions and mm-hmm. providing, I mean, for him, it was music at the time and that kind of relaxes you <laughs> uh, or you feel more confident, more chingona. You're like, all right. Yeah. You know? Cool. I know like, someone. I know. Yeah. So, um, and, and Casp, uh, one of the, the directors, she, she's another friend of mine, Belinda. So, um, so any, anytime, anything with the scholarship, I would always hit her up like, Hey, like, you know, any question, whatever it was. And she would, you, know, you have, have a familiar have face, yeah. or yeah, yeah. So that was really cool. And and then the other thing that I I was wanting to ask is, you mentioned when when I think you said Mr. Diaz mm-hmm. handed you a book and said one day you'll read this again, right. and you were like ah whatever, <laughs> right? Like what what happened between middle school and senior year that changed your path towards pursuing higher education? So during that time with Mr. Diaz, he always had like a ranking sheet. So I w- it was always between me and my friend. Uh, we're number one and two, and I would be so competitive with it. <laughs> you were, you are. I'm For, still am. I, I, I'm still I am. Could, yeah. And is it ranking like in the class, in like grade-wise? Yeah. Oh, like, wow. Whoever got the best score in the test would Dang. go up or down. And it was, all, it was between <laughs> us two. So I was like, no, like me. It was like an auction, you know? Right. Yeah. Kept going higher and higher. Yeah. Um, what, would you, what would you get in exchange of like being number one? Nothing. Nothing. Oh. <laughs> just bragging rights. Just bragging rights. It was just that, yeah, just had the satisfaction yeah. of yeah. like, I beat you. But the next week she'll beat me or whatever. But um, <laughs> at San Diego, you know, San Diego High, it was a little different because, uh, well, that friend, she went to uh, the same school, but she went to, um, what was it called? Science? Sci-tech the Sci-Tech High? Science and Technology. Yeah, yeah. So I would only camp- see her yeah. during during lunchtime. So I was like, no, nah, I'm, not, I'm not that nerdy with the sciences. I'll, do, I'll stick to the arts. Um, and I did Photoshop and I did that kind of stuff. And 
for the longest time, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to mess with, with, with graphics. And I can do here and there things. I'm, I'm familiar with Photoshop. I can do some graphics. I don't know if I'm the best. But on MySpace time, everybody was hitting me up. Oh, MySpace. Yeah. So <laughs> one, one of my pictures is there floating, and everybody had it in their, on their. Um, Hell yeah. You still have access to your MySpace? No. 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 And I'm kind of glad about I do no, it, like, it sounds like it does. I never uh, had one. No, I, I, really? No. My mom wouldn't let me. No, ah. no I, I never had one. No. I only no, got yeah. Facebook because of promotional purposes, literally. Mm-hmm. I, I was working at a club, and, and they were like, how do you promote? And I was like, flyers and text messages. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you need Facebook. Yeah. And, and they pushed it. Like I worked there for like five months, and finally I, I gave in, and I created it. But That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But what's interesting, actually, at in the School of Arts, and I always question this, yeah. um, I was like, why was I put in honors in 11th grade when I, or was it 10th grade? I think it was 11th grade. I was put in honors in uh, American literature uh-huh. and British literature. And I think there was another one that I was, um, mm-hmm. um, one of the history ones, I can't remember. And I was like, why me? Right. You know, mm. um, I was failing math all the time. I've always failed math. Right. <laughs> and I actually, I think the reason why I wasn't good at math was because when I was 14, I got pancreatitis. So my pancreas got inflamed because I had uh, stones, skull stones that were blocking oh. the, the function of the pancreas. So I had to be in the hospital for a whole month, literally uh, with no, I couldn't eat or drink anything for a Dang. whole month. Yeah. Because there's like no medicine for it. So during those times is when you're kind of learning algebra and I, I just felt so behind. Uh-huh. And Mr. Kunz and Gutierrez did the most that they, they did the most that they could. But, you know, you, you kind of, yeah. when you're dealing with health issues, it kind of sucks, right? But health um, is always first in my book. Yeah. And so yeah. in arts, I was like, okay, uh, I'm here. I don't know why I'm reading the yellow wallpaper. I forgot the name of it. But American literature, it wasn't something it was connecting to me so the time that i did read always running and i was like i'm finally reading stuff that is like my culture right it spoke to me and in 12th grade there was a ucsd um, essay contest Mm -hmm. for the cesar chavez and i think it still goes on every year Mm. so i submitted um and i won the first grant it was like a thousand dollars and first prize Um, that's when I met Chunky and he's like, you can call me uncle Chunky and Chunky. Chunky." And, um, and so I think that's kind of like where it started with, Mm -hmm. with, with me wanting to write with me wanting to go to uh, college. And at the time I took a year off after I graduated, um, because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah. And then it wasn't until my friend, she's like, you should take classes with me. And so she literally took my schedule like she made my schedule i didn't make my schedule that's awesome and she put chicano studies or chicano literature and i read uh that friend's a keeper hell yeah Yeah. i mean so so it was just after that i they're like we need to restart mecha it seems like you have an interest here you're the chair now and and then it just i haven't stopped and right now you know i graduated uh in 2019 because i took a i took a quarter off um I listened to your guys' podcast from last week and it, yeah. it resonated a lot because um, in 2018, my brother was killed and um, I was going to UCSD and I would literally would be in class typing, writing notes. I don't like to type. I like to write down my notes and um, it just sticks better in my head. And I would have my hands like in sweat 
Mm. I would have to get out of the room, mm -hmm. go wash my hands, come back. Or sometimes I would just leave. I'm like, I can't. So it was like, there was like a lot mentally happening. And during that time, I also developed gastritis, mm -hmm. acid reflux, because of a hiatal hernia that I have, uh, which is when your esophagus or your stomach kind of goes over your esophagus. And mm -hmm. that's why you get heartburn a lot of the times. Right. Um, and there's a lot of food that we eat that contains the stuff that we're not supposed to eat. So it doesn't, <laughs> yeah. you know, aggravate that. Yeah. So I had a lot of inflammation happening and I was hospitalized and I, was, I became very anemic. If a lot of people that are that have gastritis also um, become either anemic or their vitamin D drops because mm -hmm. of the malabsorption. So during that time, um, I took I asked on Facebook, I was like, should I take a quarter off because I'm getting all this anxiety, yeah, I'm dealing yeah. with all these health issues, I can't focus, but I'm so close to finishing. Like I just needed a quarter more to go and I would be done. And everybody said, no, health comes first. Yeah. Yep. And so I took the quarter off. I did have to pay back some of that money. Um, and I started seeing a therapist. Nice. And until uh, this day, I know it's been, I, I think I kind of took a, I've, I've, it's been a year since I've seen her. So I, mm -hmm. it's not that I went straight right away. Um, but I ended up seeing her and, and um, we're, it was mainly about how to, how to manage stress and anxiety. Mm -hmm. um, and today I kind of had a little bit of anxiety. Yeah. But uh, but but also the hiatal hernia can cause cause that yeah uh, those feelings. But um. But I think it, it 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 has helped, and now we're gonna dive into trauma with her. Yeah. Which is something that I don't think. I mean, I did take therapy as a kid after my accident. Right. But once you become an adult and you see things differently, and you're questioning like who you are, what is it that you want to do in life, or especially now that I'm like more conscious about how the world just is, you know, right. like, I question more things. So like, I think I am ready to talk about trauma that I maybe things that I haven't, mm -hmm. I haven't talked about because when I was a kid, I was in a different state. Um, and obviously the loss of my brother and, and, and even this pandemic, I feel like everybody should see a therapist at some point in their life, yeah. especially right now. And it should become, yeah. it should be accessible. That's exactly everybody. what we said last week that we agreed on that. It once like it's, officially becomes post mm -hmm. I was like fuck everybody's gonna need it no you know yeah I mean? yeah yeah just going outside it, it just it feels nice getting some fresh air you know mm -hmm. I'm someone because of my uh immunity I guess you can say um not immunity my my immune system mm -hmm. I'm more prone to getting any any sickness right any il illness so I haven't really been out too much and when I do I double mask it and and um I have my little Super hand cautious. sanitizer. You yeah. know, yeah. If people come into my house, you have to wear your mask. And it's been tough because my uncle, one of my other uncles, he's like, I want to see you, but I know you're not allowing people. I'm like, just wear your mask. That's all I ask. Like, please. Yeah. Uh, or we can be outside in the little you know, patio. The little patio. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm an advocate for people to, you know, yeah. seek, seek those resources. And I know at City College, if you're a student, you get free access to mental health. That's right. So is UCSD. Um, right. But again, I know that not our community, not all of us have the access. Right. And and, and that's that's one of the reasons why we brought uh, Christina. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, she she had back when I I extended the invitation is when we were first starting, which is a year ago. And I knew she was finishing up. Mm -hmm. So I told her, I go, hey, uh, this is what we're working on. Eventually, I would like, be reborn. She's like, heck, yeah, I'm down. And she's like, yeah. you know, she's like, I know I, you know, it's benefited me. And I know what I'm, 
I want to do and what I want to provide for the communities. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, you know, just things were evolving. And back when I first talked to her, we hadn't even started recording yet. I was just making a list of people that I wanted to bring on board. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my two colegas over here kind of pressured me to start be- <laughs> because of the COVID. Yeah. Blame yeah. it on us. Yeah. No, it, but it was inter- a good thing. Yeah, and what's interesting, a lot of people are using their Instagram to set up appointments. So if people want to, um, even if it, when it comes to art, I, I can think of like my boyfriend's sister. She does mm-hmm. uh, tarot reading and uh-huh. she... She charges people, you know, yeah. like you want to, and it's through Instagram, like just book something. So a right. lot of people are, are using their platforms to, to help uh-huh. each other. Cause I think everybody needs some, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, me talking to you guys right now, I'm like, ah, <laughs> you know, you know it's, like it's a, a little bit of a therapy session. My yeah. circle is very small besides what you see here. Mm-hmm. And even if you see me out in public, still, that's not really the circle I, right. I, I stay with. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's literally my immediate family, meaning my wife and kids, yeah. us six. And then my compadre Arturo, who you know, mm. and his family. Mm-hmm. And so we're all involved in school, in the school or the right. education system. So we'll sit, like, if we get together and, you know, we kind of, like, talk about work. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, fuck. Oh, by the way, I was do this <laughs> thing. <laughs> 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 Late disclaimer. I like how he drops it and then <laughs> yeah. But I, say, I, I, I normally say, fuck, I don't want to talk about work after, uh, yeah, after work hours. Yeah. But, but that, that, that's I've, also I've learned that We've been doing that, yeah. and it's helped me. Right. You know, oh. it, it, it has helped me. Yeah. I, and that sometimes happens also with us, I guess you can say activists, organizers. Right. When we are with our organizing organ, or activist friends, we always right. say also, like, we're just chilling. Like, uh-huh. let's not bring up politics. Let's just right. have a good time. Yeah. And later on, we'll, you know, we can discuss that. But um, but I think it's important because... Definitely. You know, te desestresas también. Sí. Activism. Keyword that you just said right now. Tell <laughs> us about that because you you've been involved and you are involved like in different things uh, with different organizations, and not two three years ago, not five years ago, not six. I mean, way back to your memorial or middle school days, I, I you were involved with Netcha, but you were still doing stuff out in the community, not mm-hmm. just in the school, mm-hmm. but out on the streets. And right. tell us a little bit about that. Um, well, back in, I, I don't think in Memorial, I was, you weren't in Mecha? No, I was not. I you, and I, the reason why uh-huh. is because, um, where they had Mecha, it, it, then, yeah, there was a uh, stairs. There was a, one of the bungalows that had stairs and it could have right. been resolved easily of, right. if I would have been like, I really want to me. You know, I, I didn't know, it. <laughs> you know, I didn't know, but, yeah. um, the teacher who was the, the, um, was it like chairing, or, not chairing, but organizing uh-huh, the, the sponsor teacher? The spon- yeah, yeah it, was, it was Mr. Simon. Mr. Simon, right. Who was now my comrade in Union del Barrio. Right. So it's, again, it's interesting how everything full goes circle. back. Full circle, yeah. And so now we're like, you know, struggling together in, in something that we're trying to create, you know, for, for our community. Mm-hmm. And we are creating stuff for our community, right? We have the community patrols that go out there every morning patrolling the community from right. ICE, protecting it from, from, from the yeah. migra, kicking out the migra. Right now we have a, a mural that we're going to be having at Chicano Park and we're fundraising. Nice. So we do have uh, a shop. At, if you're on Instagram, you, UDB SD shop or we've, we'll be posting up one also. More, one more time. UDB SD shop. Or you can also go to our little shop pop-ups on Saturdays on Logan Avenue mm-hmm. on 2078 Logan Avenue from 11 to 2 p.m. We'll be selling some shirts. Some merch cool. that we have, so we can fundraise for for Heck the mural, yeah. and and, you, and you know, and and you've 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 DJ for our, for our events as oh, well. And you know what I I started DJing events for Union del Barrio 
way back like in 89 or 90. Oh, wow. Um, I was either barely born or I was um, barely a baby. I met, I met Harry or Mr. Simon, Simon right. the, pr- the teacher mm-hmm. you're talking about who's now a professor at UCSD. Right. Mm-hmm. I met him as a student at UCSD. Oh, wow. He's originally from the L.A. area, and he had just came down, and I was doing one of the fundraisers. Uh, I don't know. But if you, were, you were in school, too, at that time. I, was a, I think at that time I was already, yeah, I was already working. No, I might have been no, in high school still. In 89. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, back then I was in school. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was in high I was Oh, but that's when you school. met him, you're saying. No, when that's I when met, you were DJing. When I met the, the professor she's talking about, it was a little later, probably like 94, 95. Mm. Okay. So I was probably freshly out of high school but but yeah but in 89 you were already djing yeah and you know Dang. what now that i remember i think yeah. i went to your dj club once uh-huh because i think you invited me you're like you should come join yeah and now think and i always tell my boyfriend i'm like i should have stayed i could have been a dj right yeah. now like that was yeah. awesome. oh, it's never too late we do you know they they have the uh, the what they call the yard here at the shop which mm. is every other week or twice a month which is, a, you know, a low um, vendimia, mm-hmm. and we try to bring in DJs. You're always more than welcome to come and dabble with it because it's it's, it's a kickback. You also right. have the vinyl thon. You could be a DJ. There you go. Yeah. Vinyl a couple thon. hours. <laughs> yeah. Vinyl thon. Yeah. Right. What, which one do you have? A day for the vinyl thon? Yes. It's going to be June 26th, if I'm not mistaken. Tell people about vinyl thon if they don't know what it is. Right. So the vinyl thon is the scholarship fundraiser, the official scholarship fundraiser for the Laliga Scholarship. Oh, that's what's up. And... Um, Hey, some people pay to go run and, and raise money. Some people mm-hmm. go fishing. Well, mm-hmm. my thing was, is I, you know, there's so many DJs and so many people that want to share their music. Mm-hmm. Why not the Vinyl Thon and come out, have a good time, share the music, party it up. And, you know, we, we'll have vendors and, you know, if you want to buy some merchandise. This year, I'm trying to bring in uh, people that sell vinyl oh. since it's going to be here at the shop. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully we can do it like a 12 hour thing. That'd be really cool. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Up. Yeah. But I want to be a DJ too now. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody does. Why not? You know what yeah. I mean? Nah, se vale. But going back to your activism, mm-hmm. tell us a little more, bo- more, a little more about the mural and, and what you guys are, are working on because you guys do a lot of stuff. We do a lot. So before I go into that, I, my, I guess in the sector that I'm in is the Chicano Mexicano prison project. Mm-hmm. So we have a newsletter that we write, we edit, and we send to the prison. Uh, mm-hmm. We have a mailing list of around 200 people, and we pretty much either summarize or analyze um, some of the, the the penal codes or whatever law that's being you know coming to play that affects them directly. Mm-hmm. We inform them. Uh, we also show cultura. Uh, we usually have an annual conference, and our conference is coming up in June. Mm-hmm. Um, is that like a virtual thing? Of over, how, how is that? It's what? How is it executed? Is it over like a virtual? Is it over the uh, phone? Or? Normally, before COVID, <laughs> it, it was in person. We've done it at the Lowen Heights Library. We've done it at the Malcolm X Library, I think. At the uh, Centro. At the Centro as yeah. well. We've done it in, in like different areas around. It, we always want to make sure that it's local to the, accessible to the community. Uh, we, we're a grassroots, so mm-hmm. we don't get funded. Uh, we, our funding comes from fundraisers right. and stuff like that. Um, so we're going to the 23rd annual conference mm-hmm. and, um, and so even, uh, right now, actually we have a stamp drive. So right. if you guys want to donate, hit us up on Chicano Mexicano prison project. We're on, uh, Union. I mean, we're also on Union del Barrio. You can also hit us up right there. Mm-hmm. 
How, how can somebody get involved if they wanted to come in and help out or they wanted to learn more? Um, you can email us at cmpp at uniondelbarrio.org when it comes to the Chicano-Mexicano Prison Project. Um, Unión del Barrio, we're, if you just type Unión del Barrio on any of our social media, we'll pop, we'll pop up. up. Mm-hmm. And you can yeah. just message us. Um, but it's really interesting because you, you, we, we, we receive a lot of letters um, from, like, let's say I'm in prison and I, I, I receive the newsletter. I give it to my buddy next mm-hmm. door and then he wants to be in, in, the, in the mailing list. So he'll e- uh, mail us and, be, and he'll tell us, like, hey, add me, add right. me. And so that's really cool. And then they want to share their stories. So some of them share poems or sometimes they draw. So it's really cool. And it hit home to me because, mm-hmm. again, my brothers, my cousins who were in prison. Well, I had a cousin that did like nine years. Yeah. Um, and so it hit home. Um, but that's not one of the things. We also have Escuela Slan. So right. it's targeted to the youth. We show real history, our history, right? That is not taught in high schools. Although now some high schools have are, the, are starting are to. Starting to. Um, we have the one for, for maestros and mm-hmm. then we have one in North County as well. And then we have, we have other ones, right? But, um, we're also in LA as well. Um, and we're going on to our 40th anniversary. So that's, right. that's why we're having the mural. It got accepted through the Chicano Mexicano prison. I mean, sorry, the Chicano, uh, park steering committee. So we're fundraising for that. And nice. um, I'm very awesome. proud to, to be a part of that or- organization because I'm from the community. I've mm-hmm. seen. You know, I've seen the cleanups. I've, I've seen, seen the work. marches, the, yeah. the work. You know, it's not just, it's not like, oh, we just started on social media, which a lot of people think yeah. it is. And it's like, no, we, uh-uh. you can Google us. You can, you know, see all our work. Um, and, and, and you say the marches and, you know, at the beginning we talked about, you know, overcoming obstacles and it's like, you're like literally there. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like. Right. Like, I, I've marched. I mean, I roll, right? But yeah. <laughs> but you're, you're like, yeah, you're coming like from downtown to, to Chicano Park or. Or other places, mm-hmm. and it's like you're dedicated to it, right? And you're heavily involved, and well, there's no I, obstacle. I, I want to create change. I want to create change, but I also want to be part of that change, right. like where I have a voice, and mm-hmm. even a simple march where I'm like, hey, make sure that it's a wheelchair accessible, that there's no bumps, or if it is, let's take the you know different route, strip, or different route, because there has been times where. People have fallen, or you know, yeah. and, and not, I'm not saying an union march, but just an, any in general. In general, yeah. but but it's good that you put in your perspective because, like you said, there's probably people that'll get injured, right? right? But if if they didn't have your perspective, right? Yeah. But by having it, they can probably prevent that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I I'm dedicated to to the work that we're doing, and it's not easy. Mm-hmm. We don't get paid as volunteer work, but everybody there, we have the same goal and. We're conscious people. We're raza internationalist, and mm-hmm. so you know it's it's all for Nuestra America, as we say it, right. from the top to the bottom. All right, what does uh, Joni like doing on her downtime? Like, what, what do you what do you like doing for fun? For fun, let's see. It's favorite favorite taco shop. Let's start there. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> do you want burritos? Do you want tacos? Do you want She's like me. Fries? Overall. Overall, um, it's kind of like my mine and my boyfriend's like little favorite shop. We like Guanatos in National City uh. for shrimp tacos. I think they're pretty bomb. Okay. Um, if you want carne asada fries, I guess Humberto's. You Humberto's Forty Third. Right. Mm-hmm. And then um, I, I, El Trompo is fine. Trompo, okay. Is, is it okay? I, I haven't I been there yeah. yet. My my son's gone, and every time I ask him, he gives me a different answer. I'm like, wait, so do you like it or not? Go on <laughs> and, it, and it all depends. <laughs> his his response is always depends on his attitude of the day. Yeah, right? no. You well, know, on Tuesdays, they have like the... Today. The, the tacos. Yeah, I had the, some today. Yeah, yeah, have, how was it? Yeah. Good? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah. 
Like he'll be like one day he'll be like, yeah, it was good, and then they'll be like, eh, it's all right. But if I want to <laughs> chill with like with my my comrades uh-huh. and my friends, we'll just go to El Paisa and mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. chill. I don't drink. I used to, but um, uh-huh. that used to be the spot. And yeah. it still is. It's just I don't drink. <laughs> yeah, you're you're somewhat of a foodie. I see you like doing <laughs> stuff, but you do it uh, with the health conscious. I try. Mm. Right. I try. So <laughs> because of this pandemic, uh-huh. and because I'm no longer in school, I have time to cook. Right. Nice. My mom is 69. And We're coming over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My mom is 69, and if you're Mexican, you know your mom wants to cook for you all the time. Right. I live with her. She live. We know we live together. Um. She also works through the IHSS, the mm-hmm. home, in-home care services. So right. she helps me. And, you know, nice. so that's kind of how our income goes. But um, I told her, I was like, you know what? I need to learn how to cook because one day you're not going to be here. And, mm-hmm. and it's cool that you cook for me and all, but I have to learn. And I want to also learn your recipes. They're passed right. down through my dad's mom, not even through her mom, but through my dad's mom. I taught her th- over the phone. But, wow. You know, wow. It's um, crazy. Huh? Yeah. So... <laughs> And that, and I also have my boyfriend. I'm like, I want to impress him as well, yeah. right? So, um, you know how to get to the good heart, huh? I do. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny, people say, How come he does? He's not overweight. I'm like, Because I cook good. Like, what the heck? No, but, uh, <laughs> Small um, portions. <laughs> it's, it's been so going back to even what we've been discussing, I'm from the hood, right? I've always, mm-hmm. I was, I grew up on like on Harrison and Irving. Mm-hmm. Those, those were my main streets are where I grew up. And all of those houses are not wheelchair accessible at all. For the longest time, some of my bathrooms couldn't have a door because I couldn't close it. Oh, yeah. Um, I had ramps that were pretty steep, so I couldn't go rolling up by myself. Mm-hmm. I had to get help. Um, so finally, I, there were some apartments that were wheelchair accessible, so I, I applied, got, got them. And so my apartment is wheelchair accessible. The bathroom is accessible. It's huge. My bathroom could be a little mini. Like a little bedroom? Yeah, like a little yeah. bedroom because it's pretty big. The sink, I can roll underneath and I can wash the dishes. You know, I can, uh, you know, so, so now that I'm no longer in school, <laughs> I have the time to cook and I've been inspired by nice. a lot of it's online that I look at something. I'm like, I want that. But because I have gastritis and I have those issues, uh-huh. I can't cook with onion. I can't cook with garlic or tomato. Although sometimes if on a good day, I'm like, I'll sneak it in. Uh-huh. But Chile, I had to cut down on that. Yeah. Um, so... Even, and even then, when I'm frying something, I'm at the stove level, so I have to have a pan. But I even did, last summer, I did a little uh, apron line called Cocina con Safos. I got one of those. Yes. And so I was fundraising at that time because I wanted a laptop. Uh-huh. Um, but then other issues of uh, pandemic hit, and it's mm-hmm. like, well, that money kind of went to helping my family with that. And right. there were so many deaths in my family because of COVID. That would be a good clo- clothing or brand line, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah, what aprons and it? other stuff, you know I what I mean? St- I still have aprons if anyone hey, wants Hey, guys them. get married yeah. all the time and they yeah. need mandilas, you know what I mean? Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean I, don't th- I don't have an official one, so I might be interested in yeah, sure. supporting hit, hit that up, fundraiser. On, yeah, on Instagram. But uh, I also, even I also, um, I also had a Desde la Logan t-shirt uh-huh. that I was fundraising that for school. When you I was need to bring school. those back. A lot of people want them back, so yeah. I may do a pre-sale. Nice. Um, she do every 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 different neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so yeah. So I've been I've been into the cooking as a therapy as well. Uh-huh. I think it has helped it has helped my anxiety, but also my gastritis. Um, it's just finding what works for me, and it looks 
I mean, it doesn't, I mean, it looks good, but it also tastes pretty good. Yesterday, yeah. I made some papa, some baked potato with some carne asada on top. What? And, Dang. And the papa, the papa I smeared it what? in like enchilada sauce. Oh, oh no. She could get it. Oh, come on. <laughs> So I don't good. believe it. I hey, have to try it. Have you guys ever done the express potato, though? The baked potato where you put it in the microwave for two minutes? No. No. My tia taught me that. Yes. What? You put olive oil no. on it. You put <laughs> it in the microwave. Bro, it's baked potato. And in done two, two minutes? Two, no. four, four minutes. Four, four minutes. minutes. Four minutes. Yeah. No way. And it's done. It's well, I just, I just got an air fryer, so I want yeah. to. How is how air fryer? Yeah. I yes. just made some, some, some uh, I guess you can say flautas, hey. the real tacos. When we were kids, what were those little kitchen calls? The little for the girls? Let's go see. What are they called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what oh, I know what you're talking about. My prima used to have. You guys, the little kitchens. Yeah. That, maybe. Yeah. That, never, that's what they were called, no? no? I don't know. Well, <laughs> hey, that, the, the, air, the air fryer reminds me of that for like adults, though. Like okay. that, that's the adult version of that. What are the little kitchens called, though? Just little kitchens? The, I guess. The little not toy bar, kitchen not like, thing. Not like Barbie doll playhouse. or. No, nah, it was something else. I know my, my primas had it. Ooh, Somos del barrio. We don't no, have I that. Don't know. I, I grew up with a lot of guys, so I, I never really had See, and stuff and like that. Besides my brothers, and you know, I mean, I, I had a lot of primas. Yeah. Well, I have a lot of primas, so if we went to go visit them, they, you know what I mean? And no, of course, yeah. you know, we're Mexican, so there was more than no. three or four. Back in the day, we, yeah. we, we used to play outside. Mm-hmm. I was never... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is before Max, and I'm really happy that yeah. I was able to to experience that lifestyle, yeah. you know? But, nice. um, but I had, yeah, I had that. And um, are, are you still writing, too? Right now, I'm not, although I, I kind of want to get back into that. Um, because for the longest time, I was writing because of school. And mm-hmm. it's a different feel. You have to um, do it. And everybody tells me, you have to write your story. Like, you just have to write your story. And there's, like, so many things that I would like to explore when it comes to that. Um, so I'm thinking about writing, writing yeah. again and pub- hopefully this time publishing my actual story. I just... Maybe the perfectionist in me is kind of like, I don't know. But and, and I have to start, right? I have to. Yeah, yeah. and you're way too humble because I know you, you, you're like, you haven't even told what your degree is on or <laughs> yeah. none of that or Nothing. when Let's you see. graduated. My degree. Oh, we know she went to UCSD. Right. I, I and got saw it. you DJing. But <laughs> yeah, no. stay. it's like, you need, to, you, you need to write your story. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I think everybody should be able to write their story because everybody has a unique story. Right. But yours is so... Um, inspiring because of, of the obstacles that that have you've encountered you know what i mean mm-hmm. and the different tragedies in, in your life and you know what you, you haven't let none of that hold you back from doing what you want to do right you know what i mean what what you truly want to do mm-hmm. you know what i mean and i think that that she needs to i mean put it put the pen on the paper and yep. and put it out there and i'm sure that there'll be people that will be willing to read it and and are going to be inspired by it you know what i mean especially young girls that yeah. That are out there that are uh, looking at people on TV, on social media, and seeing them as idols or inspirational people. And even you mentioned that it's it's been kind of hard even for me as a disabled woman to see other Chicana disabled. Mm-hmm. Like even on Instagram, I have stumbled across a few. Majority of the people are mm-hmm. are white, right. and I'm like I can't relate. Like it's 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 right. but so so yeah like creating that for that for platform people, that platform yeah you, right. you know you, when you when Chicle asked you about the book, and and that's what I tell the kids at my school when you know they're struggling with reading they say I don't like to read well, mm-hmm. you know what I don't like to read either but I'll read about cars right. I read about music I read about sport mm-hmm. so read something you like something yeah. you can relate to right you know what I mean but read no yeah and I do love to read and I love reading in Spanish my major. Yeah. 
uh, it was on U.S. Latino Latin American literatures mm -hmm. with a minor in Chicano studies. And so I had to learn how to read and write in Spanish. So I had to take not just the regular city college courses in, in yeah. Spanish. I had to take like comprehension, like uh -huh. three mm. classes on that. Wow. So I was, I was typing like or writing like 10 page papers in Spanish about la novela policiaca, which con is. Con acentos and everything, Con acentos. Right? And <laughs> I, I still don't remember the, the rule, but I know where the acentos uh -huh. were just because of how I got used to reading. Right. Yeah. But um, some of the best books I read are probably in Spanish. And I've read the translations because you have to take trans translation classes as well. Uh -huh. Not the same. And I would yeah. tell the professor, I'm, I know it's in English, but I'm reading the Spanish version. And usted does not translate into English. No. It's you. And, and, and if mm -hmm. you're uh, dissecting that little part, it has it's a lot. It's not going to mix. Yeah. It, yeah it, the respect gets lost or yeah. whatever, right? So, yep. um, And so, yeah, so I, I had a, you know, so I do, I love reading. Yeah. So I do like to read. I, I, I recently started picking up on reading again. Um I have a little chihuahua. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got her because of my anxiety and all of that. But um, does it does it really help? Like I think it does. Like it's impactful. No, yeah. It does. Yeah. I mean, she makes me happy all the time. And uh, I was I was working with a student, and I won't divulge too much information. But she's got like three cats and five dogs. And <laughs> but the mom says that they help her with her anxiety. I'm no, like, it does. I go, well, yeah, that's cool. But when we're talking, all she wants to do is talk about her pets. But <laughs> and they're I'm all like, over her. Well, if it's going to let you, <laughs> okay. you know what I mean? If it's going to let you, you know, just spit out that anxiety while you're talking to me about your right. pets and go for it. You know well, what I mean? My, my, my chihuahua has the Instagram, so. Oh, oh dang. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so le let me ask you this, because uh, I told you guys last week about TikTok. What have you created a TikTok for your Chihuahua? <laughs> I mean, because she, it, she, it, hey. I, she I've been going up. through it. I haven't posted nothing on it. I just yeah, yeah. I created one for the scholarship, right? Mm -hmm. And there's nothing posted, but I've been going through the different ones, and there's some stuff that's way out there. Right. He's still working stuff that's out strictly there. for adults. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then there's some very interesting stuff where no, yeah. that can help. No, yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah. Are you still working on the choreography for your first <laughs> post or what? I mean, homie don't dance, huh? <laughs> no, <but laughs> That's why I DJ. <laughs> but even that, you can just Yeah, you show can boogie. DJs, yeah, you I don't, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. The reason I created <laughs> it is because I was at a conference, a counselor's mm -hmm. conference, and one of the sessions they were use, talking about how to use social media right. yeah. to promote counseling, but most important, to stay connected with other counselors right. around yeah. the world right. and, and pick up on, you know, or share, you know, mm -hmm information and um i was like i already have instagram i already have facebook i don't i don't do twitter and right. i didn't want to do nothing else but i figured you know that's like the next hottest thing coming up so might as right. well jump on that one right now yeah i have one i don't i don't yeah. post i just like yeah. it just for a distraction yeah and i try not to be on it not even like i haven't been on it in a week i think yeah um but i think i can see you can go viral by yeah. something positive that you're doing right or maybe if you yeah. do something, you know, I don't know. It could be anything, but yeah. I see people that this is trip out. So I also have colitis. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> one of my <laughs> one of my doctors who's done my colonoscopy mm -hmm. is famous on TikTok. Oh shit! <laughs> yes, That's awesome. I was like, why does this guy look so familiar? Oh, like, no like, like this is my this is the doctor that has done my 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 you know my scopes over here. She's like, when you're done, can I get your autograph? <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, right. Hey, can you help me get famous? <laughs> Let's get a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I know, right? No, but 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 he's doing it in a positive way where he's right. Yeah, educational. You know, educational. Some are kind of funny too, uh -huh, but uh -huh. I mean, I think this, his most popular is like, was the was the funniest name 
that you've come across with mm-hmm. or something, you know, like that's yeah. like his most popular on TikTok. That's um, funny. So nice. I can I can see that being, you know, useful. Right. Um but for my dog, I don't know. I think Instagram is fine. <laughs> for now, for <laughs> now. Right. So Joni, you're involved in activism. You're you grew up in the community and you still you still live in here. Mm-hmm. And and that's hard to say, right, because a lot of people have to move out because of the rental right. prices or even the pricing in homes. But you finished school, you got your degree. What's the future for you? Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> I, w- I would still love to live here. Um, I always joke around with my boyfriend. I'm like, when we get married one day, <laughs> we're staying here. He's like, no, we're staying where I grew up, like National City. Or we're right. buying two houses, one there, one here. He has right in between the shell towns. Right, I know, right? <laughs> you, um, you could live down by Delbergia, which is uh, like borderline National City, Shelltown, Logan. Right, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. that little wedge. <laughs> the, yeah, for real. The triangle. <laughs> the triangle. Oh, my, my dad was the first one, I think, in my family to move to, to Logan in the yeah. 70s, late 70s. My brother, the one that got killed, uh-huh. he, um, he went to Logan. Yeah. And I have pictures of him, like, you know, throwing up the hood, and he's like little kid. Yeah. Um, so, and I have my, my own pictures as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I see myself here, I, I hope. Mm-hmm. And if not, then uh, a place that is still accessible because that right. has been, that's been tough. Even to the sidewalks. Some right. of these sidewalks are, like, cracked. I have yeah. a friend that have, that fell one time and chipped her tooth. Um, so it's like a lot of things, right? Um, but as of right now, maybe going back to writing, nice. I would like to. And I said that in my graduation speech. I was like, I want to publish my book. So you see, in her graduation speech, did you? How many people speak <laughs> at their graduation? Like two or three at well, most. At most ever, right? No, it, no, no. I didn't speak in my like. I'm, oh, I thought you said you but I, I had a, a little speech for my, I had a party. Yeah. I should have said my graduation party. Oh, okay. Um, that's still, though. I didn't <laughs> get a graduation party. Was it, was it at the library? I didn't give a speech. Because that's, that's why I said we, we met at one no, of the... No, well, that was the community graduation, The right? community graduation. Oh. That was where uh, the one that, that Beto, you, you, you were and I yeah, got yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was, that's the year you graduated from City College. Uh, I was at both. And you did a, you, you did a speech. Right. She, see... But that, yeah, that was a little different. We, uh, yeah, I gave a speech. I don't know. No, no, I'm saying, no, I'm saying she, uh, uh, Joni gave a speech. Yeah. That, was, that was when I graduated from UCSD. Oh. So that was my second graduation. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. So I've been to both of the graduations. Two graduations. Yeah. Yeah. And the first one I won won a little um, uh, laptop. A, a laptop. Yeah. Nice. nice. Yeah, Bet, I, Beto Vasquez is like. And see, even Beto, the way I met yeah. him was at City. He's like, you look like a home girl. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm from here. Like, what are yeah. you talking about? And then yeah. it turns out that he knew one of my cousins. Yeah, he. And ever since then, like, hey, you, you gotta, you gotta, that like, kind of like what you said, right? Dale gas, Dale gas, like, yeah. Keep going, and and so we've been in the similar spaces, mm. UCSD as well. So he's right? getting his doctorate now. Yeah, and so sometimes I want to go back, and I'm like, if I were to go back, it's either yeah. getting a master's, maybe in education, mm-hmm. maybe in Chicano studies, but if I go back for the PhD, it would be in literature, most likely, or ethnic studies. Mm-hmm. But. And I kind of have an idea as to what I would like to dive into. Mm-hmm. Could be related to music. Right. Could be related to Chicanos, Chicanas. Um, but I, I don't know. But I, right now, I, I, I've been in school for over 10 years. Or like 10 years. Because I was at community college for mm. seven and like two, or two and a half at you know, UCSD. Yeah, UCSD. So I'm like, I think my body and my brain needs a break. Mm. And maybe with what I have, hopefully everything turns out well. I can come back and talk about those projects that I'm kind of that I kind of have that I don't want to talk about. I feel yeah. like I can incorporate what I've learned, what I'm doing into what I w- I'm going to be doing. Hopefully nice. once COVID, it's a little more settled. Yeah. Um, 
but but yeah i mean heck yeah i, I don't know i don't you, know yet you know it, it's unfortunate uh Doctora Chingona was supposed to be here with us today. Fabiola Bagula from Conchitas con Atole. But she said she didn't want to come down because Beto was going to take the Atole. No. <laughs> no, just kidding. No, she took her, her second shot and, you know. Oh, it, good. She's dealing with that. But uh, I know that they would kick it off hard. Yeah. 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 You know 100%. what I mean? It was like, so we definitely want to bring you back. And um, I definitely want to make the introduction with you and her. Yeah, that'd yep. be really cool. Uh, because uh, she does a lot of great work with the county in regards to equity. Mm. And, I mean, I know you guys would kick it off real good. And, and you can be of a great resource to her and, and, and her to you. Vice versa. Yeah, yeah. You know sure. what I mean? Be- before you get out of here, you did, a couple of times you did mention music. Uh, give us your musical background. Like, what kind of music you grew up on, what yeah. you like. Because like, you, you expressed that a couple of times. So, okay. And you said Big June, so you definitely know your music. <laughs> uh, let's see. My mom, she's into the whole rock and roll in Espanol from like Los Absent, Los Rocking Devils. Absent is one of my favorites, yeah. Um, yeah. My, my tío, he's from Cidro. He's friends with like Los Rocking Devils. Yeah, yeah. Or mm-hmm. whatever, that's how they say it, right? That's AK, no. AK's dad. You know that they were inducted into the Mexico's Hall of uh-huh. Rock and Roll fame? Crazy. Yep. They, Crazy. If you go on YouTube, you can see them in black and white dancing. They, they went to Mar Vista like, High School class of like 1950 something. Yeah, like the late 50s. Late fifties, early sixties. Yeah, but that's yeah. they're from Arvista. That's yeah. yeah. My tío, he's also friends with uh, um, Tito Pantoja from Los Old Friends. Tito Pantoja. Oh yeah, yeah he's hella cool. I, I've and known Tito for years now. I'm yeah. like, you're gonna be at my wedding, no, but um, old <laughs> friends are like the solitarios kind of. Old friends. Yeah. 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 Then they have like confessing a feeling in mm-hmm. Spanish. Yeah, he does. Like, he does a lot. He does a lot of cover yeah. oldie songs in Spanish. In Spanish, but then he's written a few. Mm-hmm. But he's very shy, and I've talked to him about like. I tell him I'll buy them off for you so I could play them, mm. but he doesn't want to. Yeah, he'll mm. sing them live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he won't put them out. He won't produce them. Yeah, I, I don't know why he won't do that. I don't. I don't know. I mean, teach his own. He, yeah, no. So, so I grew up with with you know with them. Los Moonlights. Like my mom likes all that. Los Absent. Mm-hmm. All those you know rock and roll. Like she's almost seventy, even though she doesn't know a word in English, but she likes. Uh, the Beatles, she loves Rolling Stones. I'm not really, I think I'd rather listen to the Spanish uh-huh. covers in Spanish. I, pr- I, I like those more than the English original. Uh-huh. I don't know why. Maybe because that's all she would bump. Right. Um, on my dad's side, he grew up, or he would bump Los Cadetes de Linares, mm-hmm. Ramon Ayala. Um, he liked Chente. I am not a fan. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I'm just, I'd rather listen to what? Los Tigres. No, I, I love Los Tigres. I've seen them like so many times. Um, my tío, again, he, he likes Los, Los Cadetes, mm-hmm. uh, Javier Solís, oh, the Norte. Oh, wow, the, yeah. the Jimenez, Jose Alfredo Jimenez, uh-huh. Los Hermanos Caesar, like all of that music. Till this day, he's like, send me some CDs. I'm like, tío, nobody uses CDs anymore. He's like, I don't know what I want. <laughs> so I'm like, El Chato, or no, El, El Charro Avitia, and uh-huh. like all of these, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not familiar with their music, but I will listen to them. Like, I, right. I don't know the names of the songs. Some of the other ones I do, but those i feel like those are a little bit too old for mm-hmm. me um and then my cousins and my brothers they're they're around we chose age mm-hmm. so um more like zap and roger music the freestyle all that old school oldies brandon wood i remember being six years old and bumping that album selena yeah um and then the the hip-hop i i, I like hip-hop but mainly i like like southeast san diego music yeah. i grew up on listening stuff. to 
Yeah. Gangster Earn, J. Gangster Earn. You know about Gangster Earn? I don't know about Gangster Earn. Yeah, you know GPA, about Green Eyes too? Green Eyes. Yep. We had GPA on. The yeah, we had, we had GPA on. I know, I'm, uh, I'm friends with him too. Yeah, that's Shout right. Yeah. She, yeah, that was yeah, a good episode. Go check yeah. it out. What was that? Episode seven? No, like, yeah, like six or seven. Six or seven. Talk it's about, uh, yeah, man, that, that's a good talk, episode. Talking about surviving suicide. Yep. I With him, I met him through MySpace. And then. Man, she's serious about having yeah. MySpace, huh? Oh, <laughs> and then we went off on, and then we were on YouTube. Uh-huh. So some of us have some songs up in there that mm-hmm. I sometimes want to take down. But um, and then after that, he tried adding me on 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 uh, Instagram. Uh-huh. But I I have two Instagrams. I have like my personal one and a public one. Right. And I'm like, I don't if I don't know you, I'm not gonna add you right on the personal one. Uh-huh. But then he sends me a me- I think on your it might have been on your post or somebody's okay. post that he was like, it's me. And I was like, it's oh wait. He, he said a he said a specific thing between me and him. So I was like, I know who it is. Yeah. So um, and then we reconnected. <laughs> he, he was talking we about that. Um, he was on on him him and another guy are doing a podcast, the ALR with ALR yeah. and GPA podcast. Yeah. And he talks about how for the like he, for the longest he wasn't like on, on social media. I right? call him Grandpa. <laughs> and then he, his picture is like it's not even him like. Whatever right. profile picture is like a random thing. Right, right. He doesn't like. He, yeah, he likes being on yeah. the Unless you know him, then you know him. Like. Yeah, but, it, but it's he's a, a tri- really humble guy, and yeah, we're all believe down Believe it or not, like you know, he'll t- he he. I've connected with him because of of the losses that you know we've had. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he talks about his dad, and you know, right. So there's it's just someone I look up to and really humble person. Um, so yeah, I grew up in that music, Acid yeah. Tribe, and my yeah. cousin did his music. His 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 album as well he no longer raps but uh-huh so i was around that and chicano rap was pretty pretty cool big in, in my life as well, well san diego's the capital of yeah the and it I was the birthplace kind of yeah it is and yeah. i used to i used to get all happy when i would meet the rappers back i'm talking about like 2001 2002 mm-hmm. and i have pictures of me with my tomboyers t-shirt i had a uh, a kobe jersey and uh-huh. i'm over here posted up with like seldom seen and yeah. seldom seen yeah Damn. yeah I used to like the house. stuff with him and Shadow. That him and the Shadow right, had a dope album together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, seldom yeah. seen. Yeah, hell yeah. It's like I, that's where I grew up listening. Nice, and and that's a pretty diverse. Uh, what is it? How do you, in Spanish is music repertorio in, in English? I don't know. Repertoire. 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 I didn't want to sound too <laughs> too far. Too and, and what's interesting is that even in school, I've I've read about. Um, Articles that mention like uh, Cypress Hill, they mention mm-hmm. Psycho Realm, right? And I'm like, oh, like, but they put it in the context of like why, why it is that they're writing or what is their music, what inspired their music, and it's like the social economic status mm-hmm. of our, our communities, yeah. right? And it's just that they're they're putting it, it out, out they're putting in, a yeah, different way. in a different way, you know. Um, so I'm interested in that. I mean, I'm like, if I were to go back, see if you went, if you like went back, you could you could do something like that. Uh, it's funny how you know. I don't want to get too deep into this conversation about Dr. Seuss, but <laughs> but there's this guy named Wes Tank, mm. and he's like a video producer or something, and but he raps. It's mm. a white dude, and he raps Dr. Seuss books to oh. Dr. Dre beats. What? Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. We talked about this last week, no? Yeah, we talked about it last week. And uh, I was if last week was uh, Read Across America, and I, I didn't use his book, but this week with the group that I was working with... Uh, well, I'm working right. I started a new group and I'm working with sixth graders and I'm mm. trying to prepare them for middle school. Mm. So I played for them uh, all the places <laughs> you will go. And it was a trip. They loved it. The they rap the rap version? Yeah. Oh, you wow. should check it out. Hey, Look them like, up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to check it check out. Check it out. West Tank. Cool dude. And it's, it's when he recorded that one was last year 
and his he dedicated it to his dad because his dad retired after teaching, I don't know, like 40 years or something. Oh, wow. And then he, he also dedicated it to the class of 2020, mm. and he highlighted that it's been a crazy year at that time in June, you know what right. I mean? Which was really just, what, five months of craziness? Yeah, yeah. But now today, speaking today, a year ago, is like it was like the last week we were on campus. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. The 13th. But yeah, music, m- music connects. You know no, what I mean? and it's interesting you mentioned that just because of COVID, one of my uncles mm. passed away. He mm. caught COVID, and um, he was a singer, Norteño music. Mm-hmm. His son, and, and I found out through Facebook. Right. Um, his son is one of the lead singers of El Grupo Brindis. Wow. Oh, wow. And I'm like, man. And it, I, and it turns sh- out that the guy went to school with one of my comrades from Union from L.A. I'm like, wait, you know him? Like, I don't even have him as a friend because he's my, he's like my second, third cousin. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, extended but, family. Um, right. But again, because of technology, I found out. And again, music is, mm-hmm. uh, it's in my family somehow. Right. My tío that recently passed, also of COVID, he was a mariachi uh-huh. here in San Diego. They have a picture of him at the barrio station because he used to, he Play was there. at every like event at the barrio station back in the, since like the 80s to providing, providing services. Music, yeah, right. yeah. And mariachi, and he he toured with like um, La, uh, uh, Jose Alfredo Jimenez, Javier Solis, wow. um, some women I forget their name, La Tariacuri, and like all these mm-hmm. other. My mom has like a list of who and who, and my mom's like, I've seen the pictures yeah. from like black and white, like black and white pictures. You like bust them out, right? Hey. Well, his 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 family probably has it. But, yeah, um, that'd be a good book to write. Right, and I yeah. and I always wanted to interview him, yeah. but because of. I was always busy at school. And that's another thing that I have like this, I don't know if it's regret or like something in my heart that I could have done, I could have taken more time off to visit like my family, my mm-hmm. brother, because of the border. I, I, and it's really hard going to Tijuana. I don't drive, so I would have to take the trolley to the border, get a taxi, go to his house. And I would have to be back by five mm-hmm. because I just don't trust the night scene over right, there. Right, yeah. Um, he would always say, when are you going to come visit me? And I'm like, soon, soon. And because of school and homework, yeah. I just, I couldn't. And so losing him, it, it got to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's why I think it's important that everybody should take breaks and spend more time with your family. And right. yeah, it's school, whatever, but manage your time wisely. Yeah. I always tell my boyfriend, and I do it myself. I write everything. Well, I don't write everything down, but at least on my phone, like mm. whatever, whatever I have, like it's important. I write it down because if not, I forget. Mm-hmm. Um, and he always tells me that too, like do sticky notes from your whiteboard. You know, my dad does notes, and he's got like notepads and notepads. And like, if he was sitting here with us, he'll be in the corner writing. <laughs> and like, he won't write everything that we talked about, but he'll write like a little brief summary. Right. And then five years from now, if you bring up the conversation, and he'll be like, "Oh yeah," oh. Hold on. he'll go and bust that little box, and, and he'll, he'll find it. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. It. And he'll put, like, like the date, the time. Oh. Dang. And, like, who was there. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah I want to start doing that. That's, that's really, really cool. cool. Yeah, and that's I'm, like, really sometimes cool. we're talking. I, like, I'll go visit him, and we're talking, and he's like, what's that? Let's get my cordae. I forgot to to write this earlier. But. Well, that's one thing that they were, they, when, if you're, um, or at least one of my professors, she used to tell me, once you're finished reading a chapter, write down, like, uh, quotes mm-hmm. that stood out to you. Yeah. Um, with the number, wherever it's located, you know, and chapter, but then at the end, write a summary of what mm. you just read so you can remember. Right. Mm-hmm. And that always helped me when writing my papers. I'm like, I already have it and I already have them typed. So I just have to copy paste into my essay and it's done. Like, yeah, you know, so those, little, those little tricks that come in handy. 
Nice, nice. Well, we we definitely we want to, everybody that we've been having on board. We want to bring them back, and we yeah. definitely want to bring you back. Yeah, for sure. I know you have some projects. I do. Popping off in, in in the back of your brain that maybe you're not ready to share, mm-hmm. or or you want to hold out for a rainy day. But anyways, <laughs> thank you for joining no, thank us. Thank you. Yeah, it, thank it's you. It's been a pleasure, and it's it's. Um, I feel good, you know, ha- being here with you because you know I I met you as as a student as a kid, right? And I literally saw you grow up and yep. do your thing no matter what was in your way. And thank you for always supporting me. Yes. I always tell um, my boyfriend Juan Carlos, which you've had here as well. Mm. Yes, I'm like he. Wicho has always been a supportive, you know, person in my life, right. whether you know it or not. I'm sure you do Th- know it. Thank you. Um, you know, I appreciate that, and I think we need to be that for for the youngsters for right. the community for for abuelitas or anybody that especially right now during this pandemic i've been right. so blessed to have amazing neighbors mm-hmm. who bring me papas who bring right. me carrots they bring me right. home-cooked meals sometimes and we do the same vice versa right if yeah. i have extras I mean, and, and that's whatever. what true community is about right yeah. right talk to your neighbors get to know each yeah. other because you know they're yeah. We're, we're here, you know. If that if if you gotta look at one of the positive things from the COVID crisis, that's one mm-hmm. of them, right? Because maybe yeah. we were disconnected from our neighbors. I don't know. Oh yeah. And you know, um, everybody comes to my mom. I'm like, mom, you're not even the manager, but it seems like you're like the manager. <laughs> She's <laughs> running the apartment <laughs> complex. That's no, I'm awesome. serious. I always come to her, and so she's like, "Can know. I get apartment number one?" <laughs> 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 no, but I think I think that's important. But um, yeah. no, but thank you for having me. I do have a public uh, Instagram. Yes, if please share it. If you want to follow me for hopefully, I mean, I, I haven't said anything about mm. my projects yet, but I will be making an announcement once I have er- everything right. concrete down and everything. But it's Chicana con Safos on Instagram. So um, even if you're interested in joining Union or mm-hmm. the Chicano Mexicano Prison Project, if you want to donate stamps for the newsletters, um, you know, they're 50 cent, 55 cents, right. I believe. Um, and so again, and then the, the mural. Mm-hmm. Also, if you guys can contribute either donating or resharing our, our you know, right. flyers, that would be really, really helpful. What's your Instagram one more time? Chicana con Safos. Yeah. Yep. And you guys can find me at uh, your neighborhood DJ, but most importantly uh, at the Dale Gas one, because that that's the official one. Un- yes. You know, underscore Dale, underscore Gas, underscore, and of course on TikTok. Yeah, eventually yeah. we'll post something. Video coming one, soon. When Ooh, maybe I can't one wait. day when I feel like being silly. Yeah, there you, <laughs> you go. You can find me on Instagram at Chicle seventy nine. Nice. And there it is. My name is Beto Perez. You can find me on my Instagram at Cali Burrito. Right. And uh, again, thank you for joining us. This is Dale Guys Confidentials 11.2, celebrating Women's History Month. And uh, Joni, thank you so much for joining us. Yes. And uh, yeah. we're good. Thank you. Thank you, Joni. And, and of course, also, you know, can't, I know I mentioned it early on, but shout out to the people at the shop, Miguel yes. from La Vuelta. Yes. Thank you. Uh, Bonnie and hey. Sarah for providing the space yeah. as we took the show on the road today. And... Um, can we, tell, can we tell them what, we, what they hire in here? Because my, yeah, yeah, my eyes yeah. have been going crazy. You got the Checho Collection on one corner, right? Right, which is a super dope artist here from uh, South Bay, San Diego, and mm-hmm. uh, you got the the shop gear, right? Right. And then this is what I really like: the pins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you call us? La Vuelta pins. You just they're just pins, right? Yeah, so, yeah. pins. Uh huh. Those pins are super dope. Yeah, what do you guys got, like in here? They got La Vuelta pins. Oh man, you can buy a, a pocket comb. Oh, oh we chose. We chose. Always got one. I'm looking at that mustache comb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and we do have events this uh, this coming every every two Saturday or every other Saturday they have uh, what they call the yard 
and you know they have vendors come out yep. and no you know different merchandise shops. come out you know help support those mom pop shops and we have djs uh come out through and you know provide or, or actually share their their style of music and their taste so and it's open to the public i mean it's free the only thing you spend on is what you want to buy if you, you want to come and sightsee or hang out yeah but you could follow Thank them at, at the at the shop barrio logan and also at la vuelta la vuelta there it is on instagram que vivan las mujeres chingonas. Let's all say it together. Ole. Que vivan las mujeres, mujeres chingonas. Ole. Dale gas, thank you. Dale gas. We got to educate, not incarcerate. So to the humanity will shine. Educate, not incarcerate. Souls of humanity will shine.